What is it you've always known should be possible, but have never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here is your host, Dr. Andrew Gardella. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. It's me. Dr. Andrew Gardell, and today I have an amazing guest with me, Susanna, welcome. Thank you, Andrew. And so today is, uh, I, don't, I don't know, we're both, both Susanna, by the way, I'm going to tell you at the start, so you guys don't concern yourself, it's a pre-record. So this is, you know, you can't call in, you can't ask any questions, you can't try and email me halfway through the show to see if I'll answer my email. Because it's already going to be past that point. But anyways, so today's topic is, when is the psychological point of view the pragmatic point of view? So, there we go. We're going to be very psychological or very pragmatic today. I love that. It's so fun. You know, when, when, whenever, you know, I talk about psychological stuff or mention the word psychology, people get this very serious look in your eyes or their face you can actually get a look in your eyes right it's in your face anyway so and no it's in your eyes <laughs> and you know and it's so like this like as soon this word you say this word it's like it triggers this okay we got to be serious uh we got to be all mindy and you know cognitive and in our heads and constipated and all that stuff and um, what else is possible? So Andrew and I are inviting you to um, a different perspective. You know, what if psychology could be something totally different than you ever thought it could be? And definitely something that doesn't have to be serious, right? No, it has to be serious. Oh. Because <laughs> psychological points of views are always serious. Yeah. And they're so real, you know, because it's like when they're serious, um, it's like they must be real. Right. Well, yeah, I'm just making it up in my head. <laughs> and it's like, how many of you guys out there try to be real and make yourself super serious so pe- people think you're a real person? I mean, <laughs> I I used <laughs> I used to do that in school. You know, um, we had these. Um, I don't know how it. I went to school in Austria in, in Europe, so I don't know the English. Uh, expression but it was these discussions you had um, these obligatory discussions about whatever topic and then you had to state your point of view and you had to state your point of view for the matter or against the yeah debate I guess you call it oh yeah yeah debates and so and so um, the the thing that was projected on us uh, students was you had to have a point of view and um and i had a hard time having one because you know i had heard everybody else's point of view and whatever but then i had a really hard time coming up with a point of view and what was projected at me and i i'm sure somebody said that also if you're not a real person if if you don't really have a point of view and if you don't like I am for this and I am against this, you know, I'm a vegan, I'm at this, I'm at that. I mean, you know, no the weird thing with vegans. I prefer vegetarian stuff also. Well, that's not the same anyway. Uh, but but it's like, you know, that's a preference, right? 
but mm. it's like you're supposed to have a point of view um, and then you're a real person. And I always felt so wrong um, in school for not having a solid point of view. And I always thought, oh my God, I must, I must not be real, you know? Um, and so with what we do, Andrew and I, with the access tools, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not wrong for not having a solid point of view. <laughs> That's actually very pragmatic to not have a point of view. You know, you, you're, you're open to what works. Yeah. And for everyone that, that doesn't, you know, that's listening to the show and doesn't know, Susanna is, um, you know, a psych- like a, a psychologist. She's clinically trained. <laughs> um, and, and she also is an access certified facilitator. So she, you know, has a wealth of experience of messing with people's heads with and without the access tools. Definitely. Because that's what you want to do. You want to mess with your head in a good way. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we mess in our, with our heads with, in a bad way by filling them with points of view and judgments and, um, you know, conclusions and, you know, trying to get it right, avoiding to be wrong. And if you mess you with your head in a good way, you let go of them and you, 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 you know, you, you just like, what else is possible? How does it get any better in this? You, you don't fill it with answers. You open it up. You open up your mind or lose your mind with questions and um, new perspectives, right? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. And I guess that's very pragmatic of you. you know? That is pragmatic. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know listening, but pragmatic actually means doing what works. And... Yeah. Uh, most of us have been trained to get it right and to be right according to other people's points of view. And uh, that, like, gosh, how much does that cost you to trying to be right and to, you know, be right for other people? But then that's actually being traumatic, you know, because you always judge yourself like, oh, my God, I'm so wrong. And these, those people are judging me. And that's, that's a very pragmatic, uh, very dramatic perspective. Uh, but pragmatic would be hey what works here um what do i know and um that just like sets you up to a totally different you know thing future there you go um and i i think so much of it is you know when you look at what's pragmatic is okay so what actually works here not necessarily because so much time I know when we talk about like psychology or therapy or stuff, it's like, well, is it actually working? Mm. Um, like that was like the one, the thing of, I always like with, with accesses, you know, like, Oh, like instead of going, like it always is 180 direct degrees opposite of what you think it is. A lot of times you're like, okay, I'm having a terrible day and I think I'm a terrible person. Rather than trying to fight against it, you could just go, okay, I'm such a terrible person. How, what else can I do to be a terrible person today? Or whatever, you know, but rather than going against the judgments, I found that, or trying to fight them or prove you're not them. Like when you actually embrace them in a way, all of a sudden they're just funny or they're not real, you know, like we were talking about before. Um, yeah, that is so cool what you just said, because that's so many 
people's point of view, like they think they have to change or they have to force themselves to change. Like if they feel bad, they think, oh, I have, okay, I'm feeling bad. That's wrong. So I have to feel good again. And then when they feel good, they're like, maybe I feel too good. Maybe I should feel bad again because then people like me or I'm not too happy. And, you know, so it's always this, this thing of whatever occurs, you're wrong, you know, or most of us have that point of view, you know, the humanoids, the creative people on the planet. Um, and, and it's like, how many points of view do you guys have? I have to change, you know, it's like, I have to change my behavior. I have to change my ways. And, and what, what Andrew just talked about was actually a totally different perspective. Like that was introducing, which I'm sure you heard on many of these VA shows, the allowance, you know, the, the allowance thing where you just are an allowance of, okay, I feel bad. Okay, I can enjoy that. I can just be an allowance of it. I don't have to fight it. I don't have to judge it. I can just allow it. Or I feel good. I can allow myself to feel good. Um, allowance is a big key. You know, I first when I heard you know Gary Douglas talk about this, I'm like, holy moly, this changes so much. Like I don't have to fight anymore. Are you kidding me? I don't have to agree and align with what people say or resist and react. I can just be an allowance. And that's a really, really cool thing to different perspective to um, introduce ourselves to. Yeah, and I think like you, like you said, when it comes to especially when we look at psychology and, and things, allowance is, and being pragmatic, you know, allowance actually allows you to, to be pragmatic. Yes. I like how it allows you to be. Allowance allows you. Um, <laughs> Well, but, you know, you start to see things from a different perspective. And like you were saying, you know, with school, we, we're so often taught that we have to have a point of view. Um, well, you could just have allowance as a point of view. And what's allowance? Well, allowance is everything is just an interesting point of view. So it's not. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's so weird in the beginning, you know, when you, when you lived a life, for years and years having to have a point of view to be a real person or to have something to talk about you know what are you going to talk about on the, in the coffee breaks if you don't have a point of view you know you just you know probably are the person who just listens or stands there and are quiet and how many points of view do you guys have about not talking and not having a point of view or not having a topic to share and just being hi you know it's actually pretty scary i've i've noticed that people who don't have a point of view are pretty scary or intimidating because um, people can't be put in a box you know people don't know really how to how to box you <laughs> how to classify you how to categorize you that's the word all of those were appropriate though okay cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's my way of you know finding English words I'm just trying them oh this 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 okay and anyway so it's like if you're not boxable that's not an English word. I just made that up. So if, if you're not boxable, then um, like, you're intimidating. And the question is, are you willing to be intimidating to other people when they cannot put you in a box and knowing, ah, this is, you are this kind of person. You're that kind of person. You know, and how much fun can we have with that, being unboxable? Well, you know, but that becomes like, you know, where your psychological point of views can be fun. You can have 
pragmatically. And I think, you know, like I always think of it, it's funny because, you know, you have a book called Pragmatic Psychology and you also have a new book with you and Gary as the author that's Advanced Pragmatic Psychology. Wait, is the other one still called Pragmatic Psychology or did it, is it changed to? It did change for a while and we changed, you know, it's like, you know, I'm a girl, I like to change dresses. And so uh-huh. the first Pragmatic Psychology book, it changed dress, uh, aka cover for a book uh, and also title. We tried out something new and then we went back to calling it Pragmatic Psychology and the subtitle is Practical Tools for Being Crazy Happy. That's the first one. Uh-huh. The second one is the advanced pragmatic psychology book. That's the one with Gary and I. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm sorry. I have my own little, you know, have to get my own little curiosities fulfilled on the show. Um, but like so often, like, I don't even know what I was going to say now because I got all, all pragmatically or mind erased. Um, it was something about being pragmatic. Oh, I think, you know, when we look at it so often, what I realized too is like you're not wrong for finding some like for using something that's pragmatic like for you so so oftentimes we're taught oh you have to change a point of view or oh that's not like the best thing that's working for you but what I realized is and I don't know how many of you are like that like I'm not going to change my point of view until I want to change my point of view there's no one telling me oh these are the benefits and oh you could do it this way and it will take less time or oh like I don't care I want to just do it the way I want to do it until I don't want to do it that way. Yep, exactly. That and, is very pragmatic, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I realized that, you know, I'm not wrong for that. Or I, like, I also realized there's, like, if I just, like, try and change it, like, I'm not going to change it until I really want to change it. So I might as well just enjoy that I don't want to change it. Yep. That's the, that's the factor you just talked about, enjoying it. Like, how many of us have been taught to enjoy anything, but rather to endure everything? And, uh, and you know, it's like life is supposed to be, okay, you know, deal with it <laughs> rather and cope with it. And, you know, that's where in psychology, the coping strategies. Um, yeah. You cope with it, deal with it, you know, get a way to, to find how you can deal with it rather than, um, enjoy it and like the thing you just suggested which is so brilliant uh i can i can enjoy like if i have a shady day i can enjoy you know anything and that's something that we invite you guys to what if you could enjoy everything and maybe your mind goes now what how how can i how can i enjoy somebody judging me how can i enjoy having a shitty day well by um you know for example Andrew just suggested a cool, interesting point of view before. You could just like, you know, whenever you go, I have a shitty day, it shouldn't be like this. Or somebody judges me, that shouldn't be that way. Run, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Wow, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. You know, what, this person shouldn't judge me. That's an interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And if you run it a couple of times, you might notice, that's funny that I have that point of view. Why, you know, this person can do whatever they want. But what if it's not relevant to me and I can just go, oh my God, that's so cute. They're judging me. They're spending all this time on me, all this energy. You know, they're actually thinking of me. That's wonderful. This must be a compliment. You know, you can like everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. You know, when people judge you, what if it's a compliment, you know, of your difference, of 
you know, something that they cannot box. You're not boxable. <laughs> you know, that, that's one of my favorite things, you know, when you say what, what if like you take it as a compliment is the people that, um, like keep there, like tell Gary he's an asshole. And he's like, thank you. And they're like, I didn't mean it as a compliment. And he's like, oh, well, I took it as one. <laughs> and you watch it like just unnerve people and stuff because they're like, I was trying to put you in a box and you didn't let me. <laughs> so I love that about him, you know. Yeah. Irrev- I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce the word irreverent. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know what, like what I just realized is it's, it's time for a break, Susanna. We, we, time flies. So hope we can cope with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll be back everyone in a few minutes. What if age is just a point of view you lock into your body and you can start undoing the judgment with one simple body process? Welcome to the Access Energetic Facelift, a wonderful way to rejuvenate the face and reverse the signs of aging without surgery and invasive treatment. The gentle, soothing touch applied to your face and neck works with your body's cells to restore, enliven, and rejuvenate. What if you could dissipate everything you've judged about your face? Once you do and eliminate the judgments, the body has the space to regenerate itself and the benefits are not just skin deep. The Access Facelift also helps you to look differently, act differently, feel differently and create more ease, joy and glory in your body and life. The Access Energetic Facelift. Find out more at accessconsciousness.com forward slash facelift. Man up. Tone it down. Be a real man. What does that even mean? It's no wonder men are confused on the roles they are meant to play in today's society. Return of the Gentleman is the latest book by Dr. Dane here, where he addresses what it means to be a real man, beyond the box and stereotypes. You know, a gentleman introduces a a really cool and totally different and kind of amazing concept that as a man, you can be kind and caring. You can also be potent. You can have women's backs, believe in women's rights, and still be sexual and still be attracted to them. It's where you actually get to be all of you. It's the you that you've always known that you were. The Return of the Gentleman is really about you willing to be you and liking the man in the mirror. When you allow yourself to be all of who you be, you become an invitation to something greater in the world. You become a gentleman. Get your copy of the new book now, returnofthegentleman.com. Welcome to the Baby Dragon Manifesto, the fire-breathing sequel to the Baby Unicorn Manifesto, authored by Dr. Dane here and me, Katrina Valentin. Not everyone is born a unicorn. Some people are dragons, fire, flames, and all, and these people explore and change the world by setting it ablaze. The Baby Dragon Manifesto tells the inspiring story of a new baby dragon and its journey of self-discovery through failure and fumble, awkwardness and authenticity. Beautifully illustrated, the Baby Dragon Manifesto empowers with one key question. What if your difference is your gift and your wrongness is a strength? You can buy the book at thebabydragonmanifesto.com. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in 1-888-346-9141. That is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Welcome to the world. 
And we're back. We're here again. We've managed to cope. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> we're so psychological adept, psychologically adept. I have advanced psychological coping mechanisms. <laughs> They're so advanced that my coping mechanisms have coping mechanisms to cope with their mechanisms. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, you think it's funny, but I realized like how often in our lives do we actually do that? Well, where um, we, we have like, oh, like we add all this superfluous stuff to our lives that actually isn't needed you know like we're trying to deal with like rather than just actually dealing with something we like have a coping mechanism and then to deal with that coping mechanism we create another coping mechanism rather than dealing with like the stuff it's just funny um it's very odd it's it is it is so it's so true and then you know once you cope and you cope with what you cope and you cope again it's like this whole soup of coping and every time you cope you're actually not present you know you're not present with the situation and rather than asking how can i change it you're looking at how can i cope with it and that's a big difference i mean you guys can look at this in your life like you know somebody's mad at you and you go you know if you have the perspective how can i cope with this you try actually try to push it away from you and when you push it away you have somewhere decided that whatever you know you push away must be bigger and greater and more powerful than you. And what if it's not? What if that's a lie? And your point of view creates your reality. So if you go, don't go for how can I cope with this? How can I push this away and make it bigger than me? You can just ask, okay, so can I change it? And if yes, how can I change it? This is where you are in charge. You know, you um, choose what you would like to do with it and you're acting rather than reacting and that's just setting you up to a totally different perspective of um you know creating your life creating your future pragmatic right yeah i don't even i i was coping with all of that <laughs> um by the way susanna i didn't tell you this before we started but we can use the clearing statement on here also, oh okay cool so you know, if you want to drop, you know, just so, some good English swearing out because you don't get that's it. Awesome. Um, then I'm just going to say everything that all that is, destroy and uncreate it. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, poison. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I like about the clearing statement. You know, so many people say, oh my God, like you, you guys have all these complicated clearing statements. I could never come up with that. And I'm like, you know, make it easy to say, you know, whatever comes up for you, you just say everything that that is, I destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good, bad, fuck, fuck, all online shit, you know, this is not set up to be hard work. It's actually pragmatic. It's easy. And um, so that's how you can create your own clearing statement. Yeah, you can do it because that's yeah. easy. And and you can just, you know, it doesn't have to be. That's what it, what the best part is. You can just be like everything that is fucking fuck. Yeah. You you figure it out, or you don't figure it out, or you you go crazy, which is even yeah. better. Yeah. Exactly. You're like go crazy. It's way more fun. Yep. Um, definitely. And you know, there's this there's this way where you can actually be crazy happy you know i've i've noticed 
like when I don't know, you guys sure surely who listen um, have noticed that if you if you reach a certain level of happiness, that people go, okay, so um, what drug are you on? What's wrong with you? Which is really cool with the mask thing right now, because you can actually be super smiley all the time, uh, and people don't even see you're smiley, so you can get away with it even easier. So see, that's a different perspective on the whole, you know, situation we have now. And, um, you can make it work for you. You can just smile under the mask <laughs> and be crazy happy. Um, but anyway, so, you know, being happy is something that is oftentimes too much on, in, on this planet. So that's where you, people think you're crazy. Again, a judgment you could receive rather than avoid. Um, so how many... Um, how many coping strategies do you guys have? Oh, coping mechanisms. Mechanisms. Thank you. That's the English word. Yes. How many coping mechanisms do you have? I just wanted to create a clearing, but then just perceiving like, you know, people listening later, uh, how many coping mechanisms do you have? Like full stop. So <laughs> how many coping mechanisms do you have that keep you from living and everything that that is will you guys destroy in a creative space right and wrong good and bad all nine church boys and yons yeah mm -hmm. well i think <laughs> um you know the other thing that's funny is you, we create the coping mechanisms to deal with something but do they actually deal with anything or yep. do they just you know, kind of make it look like it's going to go away somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I like. That's what we see people do. It's like coping strategy, coping mechanisms are where you actually push it away, uh, thinking that's going to help. But everything you push away, it's like what you resist persists. You know, you push it away and it actually bites you in the butt eventually, um, rather than just being with it. And that's like this different perspective of being present with something and um it's like how can you how can you start with this well you can actually lower your barriers so what does that mean so you know right now when you listen to us you can practice like right now if i keep on talking and you put up your barriers and try to not receive what we are contributing to you now yes then <laughs> that's, that's the sound of having your barriers up <laughs> that was that was me not realizing that sound was going to get made on my computer interrupted your very serious barrier conversation no, that's that's great now you guys going to remember that's the sound of you know having your barriers up and <laughs> when you have your barrier like right now when when i talk and you have your barriers up it's like, you know, notice how that is in your body. Notice how much energy that takes. And now lower your barriers and receive what we're contributing to you. And oh, notice how that is in your body and your world. And so this is like, this is now, now you know the difference between having, having your barriers up and having them down. And when you cope, you put them up, you know, you try to push things away. When you are being present with something, have your barriers down and you're being with it and that gives you a totally different and bigger playground you know to be crazy no, just kidding. 
Yes. I can't be serious. I'm sorry. No, I like it. So how many coping mechanisms do you guys have to cope with the things that you don't want to deal with, hoping that if you cope with them long enough, they'll just go away? Everything that is the God's will we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, fuck, all and shorts, boys, and beyond. Wow. Oh, that is great. Okay, it's, it's amazing because it's like, um, you know, like just running this, that's so fascinating with these uh, clearing the sentences, statements. It's, you know, you talk about them and you, you run it and then all the stuff comes up. And in psychology, um, you know, I used, like, I used to work with psychotherapy, different kinds of psychotherapy, you know. And um, like whenever we would work with something, we would have to bring everything up, but then put words to it. So, um, which is a lot of work. I mean, it's a, it's a great modality, you know, do whatever works. And we're not talking about this being bad or wrong or right. It's like, hey, do whatever works for you. Um, I just noticed that it was, it, you know, it was a lot of work putting words to everything because there's so much we don't have words for. There's so many, you know, limitations and stuff where words are just not enough. So with these clearing statements, we actually reach all those places that we don't have words for that we just bring up with that question. And then we dissipate the polarity, you know, the, the stuck points with the pot and pop. Which when I heard it the first time, I must say, you know, I was in Sweden back in the day. And uh, there was this woman from America coming and introducing access and the pot and pop. And I was like, a, I was just a normal psychologist, pretended to be a normal psychologist back then. Anyway, and so she, she talked about that. Yeah, you can just pot and pop. And I'm like, yeah, right. You know, I studied this for years and years. I, you know, I studied thoroughly how to create change. And now you come from America you know, with all the pot and pock and fast change and fast food, you know. So I had a bit of a point of view and judgments back then, um, a bit, a lot. And so, so she was running the pot and pock uh, and, you know, on whatever, whatever that was. And I noticed how something was getting lighter and lighter and lighter. And this is what the first time I acknowledged what's true for me, which is that change is not just created by words and all that stuff, by, but by you know, asking a question, letting things show up, the stuck points, and then choosing to let it go. And then the pot and pop works, you know, and that's just like, ah, totally. That's the pragmatic perspective. Um, but I think, you know, one of the things too is when we talk actually looking at pragmatics and in everything in your life, whether it's in psychology or not, um, you know, you talked about, oh, there was this lightness. And, you know, please remember one of the first access tools, basic, very basic, we call it a basic tool, except it's very advanced in its usage. Uh, what's light is true for you and what's heavy is a lie. So what if you actually started looking at what was light for you and finding out what was light for you, um, regardless of what that looked like? Because um, so often we have this, oh, I can't do that. Well, why not? Maybe you could. But it's not very pragmatic to say no. It, that is so cool, the lightness, you know, the lightness of things, because we're so used to looking at the, the heaviness, 
and the wrongness and then this dissecting it and understanding it and thinking if I understand it and you know something will change except it never changes it's like you know the one in the one of the bar uh, I think it's the bars manual um, it says isn't that the beyond no which one is the, the you know the onions thing? oh boy the boys Right, the boys, you know, like we say, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys. And the boys is actually, you know, the, you have an, like, imagine you have an onion and you try to get to the bottom um, of the problem. And then it's like peeling an onion layer by layer and all you get is tears, you know, and that's, that's what occurs, you know, you just like try to understand and get to the bottom of it and you make the heaviness real rather than what Andrew just suggested with this basic, not basic, more advanced actually tool is to go for the lightness, you know, go what makes you, go for what you know, go for what makes oh, in your world, like the lightness expanding, you know, and this is where so much confusion gets created. And I mentioned, uh, Andrew was mentioning this in the beginning of the show also, where we misapply and misidentify so much. It's like when people are, are afraid you know, they're convinced they're afraid. And then you ask them, are you really afraid? Or is there something else? Like, um, I was like, uh, when I was riding a horse for one of the first times, um, I remember, you know, sitting on a horse and my horse started to go faster and Dane was next to me actually. And he said, and I'm like, oh my God, Dane, I know, like, I know fear is not real, but it feels like I'm really afraid right now because the horse is like picking up speed. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to, ride this horse <laughs> he said Zena are you like is that really fear or is it something else and I'm like it is something else but what is that and he's like are you really afraid are you just super excited for the speed and I'm like oh my goodness I'm actually excited this is like oh, oh, oh totally my reality you know and once I acknowledged that it's excitement and joy I could relax into the situation and actually receive the horse and had a wonderful ride. And it's like so often that we, that we go for the heaviness, the solid point of view. I'm sure this is fear. This is fear because it feels like fear. And then somebody asks you a question or you ask yourself a question. Is it really fear or something else? Oh, it's something else. Fear or excitement? Oh gosh, I'm actually excited for that change. Oh my God. But it's not normal to be excited by it. You know, it's like, it's normal to be afraid. That's what people understand heavy point of view but the excitement you know being excited for change looking forward to change are you crazy you know that's the insane thing but that's the lightness so well that's that's the craziness you're crazy yeah <laughs> totally you're crazy if you're if you're looking forward to change you're you're crazy if you don't like in the right now with the world changing and people telling us everything is gonna be worse than before you know, if you go, you know what, actually, I'm looking forward to the changes. What else is possible we have not considered beyond what people are saying? You've considered it crazy, but you're pragmatic. You know, you're going for the possibilities rather than for the solid points of view and the things that are being told to you. Yeah. Everything that that is. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. I like it. Oh, and do you know what time it is, Susanna? No. It's, is it coping time? It's, yeah. <laughs> I like this. I don't want to refer to them as breaks anymore. It's coping time. <laughs> um, 
I just feel like I'm going to go in the corner and like rock or something while I'm waiting for the show to start. Anyways, um, so with that, it's coping time. We'll be back in a few minutes. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Relationship. Are you sure you want one? Is the brand new book by Simone Millicis and Brendan Watt. So the difference between this book and probably any other relationship book on the shelf is that it does give you some really different, pragmatic, very confronting tools to create your life in a great relationship or to know that it's okay to be single. It's not wrong. This is not your average relationship book. It's not about love or romance. Instead, it offers powerful questions and pragmatic tools you can use every day to create what you truly desire. A lot of us have way too many expectations of our partners in relationship. What I've learned over the years is when you expect from somebody, they either have to reject you or judge you or separate from you. So getting out of that place is giving you freedom in relationship relationship are you sure you want one on sale now from relationship are you sure you want one.com when you're pondering the big questions like is there more than this how can i have a happy relationship what would it take to like my body and how do i make more money where do you go for information and tools check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com accessconsciousness.com has books dvds instant video and audio downloads online classes and so much more subjects include abuse changing your body recovery raising children business techniques tools to generate more money how to have better sex and healthier relationships just to name a few at accessconsciousness.com you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects accessconsciousness.com your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life all of life comes to us with ease joy and glory go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more you're tuned in to the access consciousness show to join in on today's discussion please call in 1-888-346-9141 that is 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com now back to the show welcome to the world hello everyone we're back we're ready we're here we're done coping 
But now that I have my coping session, I'm ready to, to continue on. <sighs> Me too. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you don't know what to say? I don't know what to say either. I'm, I'm coping with the loss of words. But we're an allowance of not knowing what to say, which is very relaxing. Yes, it is. We can be in loss of it. I like that. You know, I'm just, I got used to it. I'm like, okay, I just don't have anything to say. <laughs> but you know, that's such a relaxing thing. Um, you know, when you just go, hi world. <laughs> I know I'm on a radio show right now, but you know, you just relax. <laughs> you know, what if we could be more of that? You know, like not forcing ourselves to deliver something, do something, fix something, fill the space we just created. Because, you know, how much space have we created in the previous segments? And, you know, so many times we try to fill the space again. You know, some we relax, oh, you know, receive, and then, oh my God, what else do I have to do? What else do I have to deliver? What do you just relax, you know, enjoy the space? Ah, that's what I really practiced so much in this time you know when when there's like everything is changing the whole schedule that i have you know fixed and everything was like you know done and i knew what to do the next week and the next month and everything just you know went away and i'm like okay there's a lot of space opening up i'm not used to this because i'm used to do and next thing and next thing and now just like okay relax ah time to you know just be, enjoy, ask more questions, become clear on, hey, what future would I like to create? Or actually, you know, there's a question that Gary gave us in a class we're doing, Andrew and I, and um, here it is. It's like, what future would you like to have that you would be willing to create? That's a bit of a brain, you know, twister. I'm going to say it again. So what future would you like to have that you would be willing to create? <sighs> so that's the question I'm playing with right now, like really becoming clear on what future would I like to have and what am I really willing to create, not what should I create, what looks good, what do other people want from me, um, but what am I willing to create? And um, yep, creating a lot of clarity. Well, or will will it create a lot of clarity? You know? Will it, if you're not coping with your um, that was one of the things you know access gave me a lot of freedom with is the realization of like you're talking about when you know before the break when you actually acknowledge what you're aware of um, and you get to that sense of lightness, there isn't anything you have to really cope with. You don't have to cope with the awareness you can just be aware of it and so oftentimes so many things i see go on and well i know for my own life is there's the things that i'm avoiding or that i'm don't want to handle or that you know i'm coping with it's like when you actually like you know shine a light on them you look under the bed or open up the closet it's not actually that bad but we have this like we you know we we have all these things that, that just exaggerate the, um, the um, I don't know what I was going to say. 
exaggerate the situation, mm-hmm. exacerbate it. You you turn like these little things into like a, a craziness. Yeah, like becoming paranoid and and projecting it's going to be way worse. Um, and it's that's that's what people do rather than you know being aware and being aware of the future. They project all kinds of stuff on the future of how it's going to be and how horrible it's going to be or, you know, and that's where you take away a lot of, you know, being present with, hey, what's really going on? So I have a question. Well, so how many coping mechanisms do you have to prepare for the the, uh, impending doom that's coming that isn't really coming? Everything that is times a gazillion, we destroy and create it all. Oh, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shirts, boys. I have a better That's way. a great one. Again, yes. Well, I actually realized I was like, so how many coping mechanisms do you have to prepare for all your your invented, all the invented impending dooms coming in your future? Everything that is times a gazillion, we destroy and create it all. Oh. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. You know, because we have, like you were saying, like so oftentimes we, we like make these things into something when they're not really anything. And the one thing I realized in all of my, my multitude of years with access tools <laughs> um, is the, the, the things always get better when you actually handle them. Like they always can improve. And with the tool, how does it get any better than this? They it usually, they, they usually do. It's like putting off a phone call, you know, when your mother calls or whoever, and, um, and you don't want to pick it up, you know, and you just know, okay, you know, you have a point of view, it's going to be a horrible phone situation. And you just, you know, put it off. I'm going to, I'm going to call back later. I'm going to call back later. And it's just building up and you can't stop thinking about it because it's the back of your head. And then, you know, if you would have just picked up and dealt with it right away, it's probably easier than putting it off, you know, a million years thinking about it all the time. It is at least the when that I've realized in my own life, it is easier things than, you know, not. Yep. Can you run it again? What did I, what the coping mechanism thing? Uh-huh. So how many coping mechanisms are you using to deal with the inventions you are choosing? We'll just shorten it to that. Everything that is times a gazillion will destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys, neons. And that's a cool one because the inventions at the end, um, is like, you know, how, how much are you inventing? You know, when you project, it's going to be so horrible, that phone call or whatever. Um, you know, what if, is that really real or is it an invention? And how do you know the difference? Well, what's light is right, what's heavy is the lie. So if you go, oh my God, it's going to be terrible and you go all dramatic, remember, remember you're not pragmatic, you're dramatic. You're going into, you know, hyper mode of, whoa. And is that light or heavy? Probably heavy. So, you know, is it an invention? Okay, then you have, you know, then you, you know what it is and then you don't have to deal with an invention. You can just acknowledge it as, okay, this is an invention. Oh, now I can relax and what's really real, you know, what do I know? And um, 
what else is possible? Yes. Well, that would be too pragmatic. <laughs> too easy. So um, speaking of that, um, we have six, five, six minutes left of the show. So I just, you know, one of the reasons that, that brought me about brought me about brought about you coming on the show was the, of your new book so i don't know if can you give us any 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 spoilers any 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 tidbits i don't know anything about absolutely so it's it's a it's a it's a book that gary douglas and i you know created together and it's it's a, it's about you know creating a life on planet earth beyond drama drama upset and intrigue basically what we talked about um touched on on the show and and it's like going through all these different areas of parenting and creating a life and and relationships and you know whatever we are you know dealing with in our day-to-day lives and how can you be pragmatic how can you do what works and gives you tools and different perspectives stories examples on on how you can create a life that works for you and um it's it's a you know Creating this book together with Gary's, it's been an awesome journey, you know. Um, and one of the things that I was taught to do as a psychologist is to explain everything, you know, make it all understandable. And I'm sure none of you guys do that, you know. When you have something, oh my God, you're excited about something, you want to explain it to people, you want to make it understandable. And if you need to make it understandable and explainable, you actually have to go into the other person's world and, um, you know, and, and make it adapt, like adapt what you're saying to what they can hear and understand rather than just presenting and inviting people to a different space and letting them choose. And this is something that I, um, that gave me a lot of contribution to that different perspective, creating that book, you know, like the, just, you know, here's the different space, inviting people to that and then letting them choose rather than dragging people along and um, hoping that they get it. And that is a different, that is so much easier for you and so much easier for your body to function that way. So that's one of the spaces. If you read between the lines also um, that this book is inviting you to. There you go. And how would they, if they're like, I need this book, how can they find it? Oh gosh, I'm so bad at this, but there's this page. I can find it. Um, it's actually really easy. So it's, uh, oh no. <sighs> there it is. So it's, it's like the www, you know, the usual. Mm-hmm. Um, advancedpragmaticpsychology.com. <clears throat> oh my God, that was complicated. Advancedpragmaticpsychology.com. And there you get, you know, all the links to where you can get it. Well, you know, obviously it's advanced, so it has to be complicated. <laughs> exactly (laughs) because why would i want to pay for something that's advanced that isn't complicated exactly something basic hello (laughs) i don't want your basic things basic things can't be valuable no advanced i think basic things can't be advanced and valuable and obviously it's not pragmatic basic is just basic so over your basic um but yeah um i don't know what else i it's so funny i i do these shows now and i'm so brain dead half the time it's very funny to me like i'm just gonna sit here and let- <laughs> so wonderful you know like that's such a great invitation to the world you know you don't have to function from your brain anymore you can just like relax 
Hello world. Uh, yeah. I'm going to come on the show and we're just going to do a silent show the whole time. <laughs> um, and if, if people, that's what else I was, there we go. I got my train of thought back together, kind of, sort of. Um, so if people want to find out about you, Susanna, what's a great way for them to find out more information about you? Okay, this is also very complicated, guys. It's www.situation, susannamittermeyer.com or pragmaticpsychology.com. There you go. Or anyway, any, anywhere on these, you know, thingy platforms that we have nowadays. These thingy platforms. <laughs> <laughs> Your English is just amazing. I like it. It's my own creation. <laughs> yes. It, it's, it's, um, Venetian, like, I know, I know, I can't even, I was going to try and do Viennese English, but I can't smush them together at this time because my. And there's a, there's a podcast also I just started, um, Pragmatic Psychology. Oh, so if they want to listen to you more, they can do that as well. Um, well. There you go. And any any final words? We have a minute left. Oh my God, have too much fun, especially in these days. Turn up your humor. You know, it's so easy to go into whatever is being presented to us as hard and solid. Just like turn on your humor. And if you don't find your humor, um, watch something funny or listen to us, you know, or listen to Andrew. I'm not that funny though. I'm... You are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a good time. I don't know if anyone else does, but anyways. <laughs> um, well, there you go. That's, that's our show folks. Uh, thank you so much, Susanna, for coming on. And uh, yeah, I'll have Susanna's information in the link below the show too on Voice America um, and in the podcast description. So if you guys want to find it that way, um, you know, there's a simpler or more advanced way. I don't know what it is at this point in the show, but anyway. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, everyone. And thank you, Susanna. Bye. Thank you. Bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Dr. Andrew Gardella. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to. Welcome to the world We've been waiting for you You're a miracle A dream come true When we let go of our stories